Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. And before you listen any further, you're going to take your fat, greasy, unfit fingers. You're going to get on your phone, get on your computer, and you're going to go to the MaximusPodcast.com and you're going to join Team Maximus. And how do I know your fingers are fat, greasy, and unfit? Because if you haven't joined Team Maximus yet, that is the condition you find yourself in. Listen, it is mid-February. You said you were going to get fit, what, Joe, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago? Hell, for Oh, at the very least. You've done nothing about it. It's time to invest in yourself. By joining Team Maximus, you'll get one-on-one access to Joe and I. You'll get a community of like-minded people who are there to help you and support and nurture you. A, a highly motivated you. team of like-minded a people. motivated team. Not just call your name like I just did. And you'll get access to the best workouts in the world. Workouts that will take you a half hour a day. Listen, you can't invest a half hour a day into yourself. You don't deserve to complain about anything. So well, now if, you've, if you've got fat fingers, you should probably be complaining about that. Cause that means you really, really went the wrong direction. The Maximus podcast.com. You know how I pick a lot of people like the end of dodgeball, Joe. Yeah, that's exactly you know what, what I was thinking too. Yeah. Fucking joke, no worries. Why am I not fit? <laughs> it was coronavirus that made me like this. No, it wasn't Corona. It's all your other behaviors. Anyway, speaking of Corona, Joe, it's been a really long 12 months. Have we been in the same? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's about this time last year, right? So here's the deal. Last year, this thing hit. And a lot of people basically just stuck their head in the sand. You actually used to work for an organization that did this lifetime. Focus. Yes. Yep. This just going to pass us. We're going to be fine. We're going to be the last man standing. It's going to go away. Well, February Corona hits March. It doesn't go away. April. It doesn't go away. May. It doesn't go away. June. It doesn't go away. Here we are a year Later, Joe, people's hey, businesses guess what? are still shut down. Yeah, it ain't going away. No, I mean, they can't even, it's, it's actually so funny that so many people had faith in the government to get the vaccine out or, mm-hmm. or the, 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 the pharmaceutical companies or whatever. They can't even figure out how to pay living people their stimulus checks. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was no <laughs> stimulus checks. There was like a thousand dead people that were paid. So, I mean, how are you going to trust them to roll this out on us? I don't think we might be here for another year, Joe. Maybe. And I mean, the, the, yeah, the, now, now that what is the CDC saying is everybody should be uh, vaccinated by the end of July, which means maybe by October, November, right in the middle of flu season. Like, ah, man, it's so hard to say. Variants coming forward. Like mm-hmm. this might be the new way of life where stuff's just hurting. Yeah. So the real question, is are you going to sit around or are you going to adapt now on a, on a bigger global perspective because i mean corona is a pretty big thing and i guess on a bigger actually not a bigger global perspective let's break this down for your life maybe it's not corona that's causing you stress maybe you're in a job that you hate yeah maybe you're in a relationship that you can't stand maybe you're a bad parent you want to be a better one maybe mm-hmm. as i said earlier on the podcast you got fat greasy fingers you've been sitting on your ass all day and you want to get more fit what a lot of people do is they sit and they, they almost expect, Joe, it's like this magical thing's just going to happen for them. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that. you got to put in work. And I get that when you undertake something new, I mean, I've been, I've been fit a lot of years, so I, I, I can't really empathize with the person that's 80 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. But 
I can't imagine how difficult a mountain that would be to climb. Like if you're sitting there and you've never exercised before, you got no gym membership, you got no idea how to eat properly and you're 80 pounds overweight. That's scary. Yeah. If you're in a job you hate and you got no college degree and you don't know what to do, man, it'd be hard. I mean, we're 42 years old. I can't mm. imagine going back to school right now. That would be right. hard. So, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I would even look at this differently. Like if you're in that position where you're, you know, 80 pounds overweight or whatever, it's to me, it's like, it, it's been super cold here in Minnesota, right? Like super cold, like 20 below cold. Uh, when my alarm goes off in the morning, like it actually takes effort for me to like reach out and, and turn that alarm off because it's so warm and cozy in that bed. Like I do yep. not want to move out of there. And that's what I, I, I feel like when you're, you're at that starting point, you're so comfortable and you're in that comfortable spot and anything you do, I mean, even to, sh- to silence an alarm, it's like, it's an effort to take, yeah, you know, and anything, right? Like change is hard. I get yeah. it. And I think a lot of people stop or don't even start because just the fear associated with climbing whatever mountain you need to climb, you're done. Yeah. Like you quit before it even starts. Like, oh my God, this is going to take this and this and this. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think what people need to do is take a step back and come up with a plan for self-improvement. And it doesn't have to be complicated. We're going to give you three simple things that you're going to do and it's going to change your life. Yep. So again, fitness, being a better parent, being a better spouse, just whatever it is, getting a raise, just do these three things. The number one thing, Joe, that I think people struggle with is hesitation. Yeah. Don't wait, do something right now. Yeah. I don't put it. I don't even give a shit what it is. Like it could be straightening your garage. It could be you're at the office and you know, some books are out of place. So you straighten a bookshelf that you have no business straightening. It could be bleaching the table. It could be cleaning your car, like just do something to make your surroundings better than they are. Yeah. And, and to start building momentum towards doing other things, you know, you you might start with, you know, just dusting off the, the dining room table, you know, and then you're, you're rearranging your bookshelf and then you're cleaning out the garage, you know, and then you're tackling those other home improvement projects that you've been putting off forever. It's like you start small, you know, step one is like, turn off the TV. Step two is put the remote on the table. Step three is stand up. You know, like if you do those things in order, it's like this momentum builds. And the next thing you know, you're, you're moving, you're doing, you're, you're taking other action. Do a push up. do Mm -hmm. two pushups, do a squat, go for a half mile walk. The next day, go for three quarters of a mile. The next day, go for a mile, but just do something to get yourself closer to your goal. And it's funny. uh, When I, talk to corporate uh, clients, Joe, because you know, I've done a lot of consulting. Mm-hmm. I want to raise, I want to raise. I just do something that gets you noticed. Yeah. What's that? Well, you don't have to do a PowerPoint presentation. You don't even have to like execute a hostile takeover or make a company <laughs> a bunch of money. Just straighten the bookshelf, straighten the whatever. Who's who's straightening the, 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 the bookshelf around here? One of the old guys has. That's Joe Sabula. That guy's a real go-getter. <laughs> like that's it, Joe. It gets you noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Take a call, send an email, like just do something to make your surroundings better. Believe me, people notice when you do stuff like that. Yeah. That's well, and they, they, they also associate you with the person who will actually take action. Yeah. And that's all you got to do. 
So don't make it complicated. Just do something that makes your surroundings better. Could yeah. Be anything. And people will notice it could be picking up a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. That's it. just like eating. And by the way, you, you said it best when you said get momentum. I, I look at it like that, but I also would add, it starts building positive habits. When you're always the guy, it's actually funny at my gym, Joe. Uh, one of my guys right now, I came in the gym yesterday. It was spotless. Mm. Oh, what happened? He's like, well, I was here early. So I cleaned the gym. Nice. Now it's funny because the guy that didn't clean the gym skips days, doesn't show up as much as he should. Mm-hmm. Cuts corners. This other guy who cleaned the gym, that's the guy who shows up every day. That's the guy who, if he doesn't show up, he works hard on his own. That's yeah. the guy who's accountable. That's okay. So accountability in one area of your life breeds accountability in the other areas of your life. I'm a big believer in that. So do something to make your surroundings better. That's number one. Number two, don't rely on others. Take control of your destiny. Execute. Assume there's not like the army's not coming to save you. Yeah. So funny with the- you, you, you don't have a rich uncle who's just going to like leave you a fortune and, and make all your dreams come true. Like you're going to have to grab the helm. It's so funny with the political climate today, Joe. Yeah. I, I, I very clearly wasn't a Trump mm-hmm. fan, but because of that, people assume I'm a Biden fan. I'm not a Biden fan either. I'm not mm-hmm. a politician fan, period. Like, do you really think because a new guy's in office that he's just going to sort this out and your life's going to drastically change? Yeah. It's not. I'll tell you right now, from my experience in the States, life wasn't any different really under Obama than it was under Trump. Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, there are bigger picture things, but like for me, my milk was the same price. My gas was the same price. My income tax is relatively the same. It affected my job a little bit, but probably not a lot. And there was probably other factors involved in that. Like if you think that whoever's in office is all of a sudden going to change your life and help you out of your hole you're in, you got another thing coming. You got to do it yourself. Well, and even, even putting all your eggs in that basket, you know, it's like everybody thought Obama was going to make all these drastic changes and, and really push this progressive agenda. And he was completely stymied by Congress. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you can't so like, you can't trust one guy. That's the, the, I guess the beauty of the American system is one person doesn't have that much power. How's, how's this Joe? You know, Joe, you're a hardworking Midwestern person. You exemplify what it means to be USA in the heartland of America. You drive a Chevy truck. We love you. We love that you voted. We thank you for your service. We are going to bail you out of this Corona mess. Here is $600, Joe. (laughs) What the fuck? Thanks, dude. Like that won't even pay two weeks of my damn rent. No, and, and I saw a thing that said the, the last report the president received said 1400 bucks would keep everybody uh, covered until July. And I'm like, in what world? <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> you would like, you would have to move to, I mean, I remember, I remember back when I was in university, Czechoslovakia was a place to go on a cheap vacation. Uh-huh. It was like something about the exchange. There was a bunch of Canadian people going to Czechoslovakia because you could, for like three grand Canadian, you could, you could live like a king. Yeah. Yeah, a month over there, right? And there are places in Mexico. Like, in what world does this this fourteen hundred dollars help you anywhere here? Yeah, no. Like rent alone in Salt Lake City, and by the way, Salt Lake City is not the most expensive place Mm -mm. in the United States. It's not the cheapest. It's not Houston or Cleveland, but it's it's not expensive either. But even if we went with Cleveland or Houston, which I think 
the median house price there is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Fourteen hundred bucks might pay a month of mortgage yeah. bill to the house. Yeah. Maybe. And that's not living extravagantly. So like, what do we need? Fourteen hundred bucks is going to get you to July. Like, I don't even think you can afford groceries off that joke. No, nope. So what, these people are going to help you? So you can't rely on others. Now, when it comes to your job, you can't assume you're just all of a sudden going to get noticed or yeah. all of a sudden the promotion is going to open up or all of a sudden you're going to open up your email and, you know, Harvard's going to bestow a degree upon you. Mm-hmm. Like It doesn't work like that. You actually have to take the class. You have to go to the school. You have to do whatever. So you have your destiny you can't just wait and hope the economy is going to turn around well and you can't assume that some some opportunity is is just going to materialize like you got to go out and make it and 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 again like you can't assume that somebody else is concerned with your success they're going to be concerned with their own success and that's not a bad thing but like if somebody comes along and what they're doing is helpful to you, like they want to help you with your project, that's cool, but it's still your project. It's still your thing that needs to get figured out. Yep. It's like, you got to do it. Like no one's going to do it for you. That's one of the beauties about fitness, Joe. No one can do it for you. No, I, Oh, believe me, people who say that to me, I, I wish we could just switch bodies and you do all the work and get my body into shape. And then we'll just switch heads back. And, and my retort was, yeah. And then as soon as your head's back on your body, you're going to get everything out of shape again, because nothing's changed. Like you'll have, you'll have a good body for what a day, a week. And then you're, then you're diving face first into your bag of Doritos and your, and your bush light. And how long is that going to last? One thing I've always said to people, people will come to me and be like, Bobby, I owe you my life. I am so grateful you got me in shape. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. You did all the work. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I might've shown you a couple of things to do, but you made the effort to make time. You showed up, you worked hard. You, you, I mean, talking about my workouts, you sweated a lot, you bled, you yeah. almost died a couple of times. Like, you <laughs> you cursed a lot. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Not me. Like I was there but you did it. It's like our, it's like our team Maximus app. Those people are doing the work. We might make the workouts and help them through, but they're mm-hmm. getting after it. I yeah. can't physically go through the phone and do the workout for you. You yeah. have to get it done. So take control of your destiny and assume you got to do it yourself. And I always say, Joe, when someone wants to help you, no one's doing it truly altruistically. There's a, there's an a- angle there. They're yeah. helping themselves to some degree. Yeah. It's just the real world. No one does anything for free. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So assume if someone's going to help you, there's some angle there. Yeah. And again, why don't, don't expect somebody else to have your best interest. That's your job. Yeah. And, and I always say, like I've said this to my kids, why should I care more than you do? Yeah. Right. I've said that, I've said that to, to a lot of people. Like why, if you care more than I do, if I care more than you do, there's a big problem. Yeah. So that's number two, rely on yourself. And then the final one, and this will be a short podcast because you guys need to stop listening and get down to action. Heck yeah. Make a plan in the background. Mm-hmm. So you've decided you're going to do it yourself. You've decided you're going to straighten that bookshelf. You're going to straighten the bookshelf. Here's the deal. Doing something right now to make the world a better place. That might not help you with your ultimate goal. Yeah. You need to actually make a plan. So if you want to get a job as a, I don't know, an engineer and you ain't got no college degree right now, you might want to start looking into some courses. Yeah. 
And you might want to do some research on how long this is going to take. What I suggest is start with your goal and work backwards. Mm -hmm. I want to be an engineer. Okay. What's that going to take? I need a degree in engineering. Okay. What schools, where can I do a degree in engineering? Oh fuck. It's Corona. I can't leave the house. What schools offer an online Mm -hmm. engineering degree? Oh, great. University of Phoenix. (laughs) But how long is this going to take two years? When do I got to start? Okay. And by the way, that was not a plug for them. I just see them on TV all the time, but start making your plan. Get out of the hole you're in. But if you don't have a plan, you don't know what to even start chipping away. Well, and, and here's the other little hack here. While you're rearranging the bookshelf, you can be figuring this shit out. Yeah. You know, while you're while you're cleaning out your garage and you're in this place where you're like you're getting your life together, you're going to have time to think and think deeply about these things and start actually coming up with the the right questions to be asking. Yeah. I mean, Joe, it might be as simple speaking to the online school thing. It might be that tuition's a thousand dollars and you got to figure out Mm -hmm. how to save a thousand dollars. All right. Wait for that stimulus check. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, don't, don't count on it. Come up with something, right? Sell stuff on eBay, whatever you got to do. By the way, that stimulus check might never be coming. Exactly. And then if it does cool, like great, but I wouldn't count on it would not count on it at all i'll tell you i wouldn't either like it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. so it's pretty easy to meet what the path is you just got to do it so don't wait do something right now don't rely on others you got to handle your business and three map out a plan and listen don't get bogged down with this is going to take four years because it's funny what the person does you're to get fit joe it's going to take you six months Mm mm-hmm Six months from now, you wish you would have started six months ago. Yeah. That's what I see again and again and again. So we started the podcast calling some people names. You're sitting at home, your fat, greasy fingers sitting on your couch. It's mid-February. You haven't done anything yet. What if you just would have started walking January 1st, Joe? Yeah. What if you just would have done one push-up a day and on day two, do two, on day three, do three? Day four, do four. I'm just asking for one more day. What if you would have done some squats? What if you would have bought the Team Maximus app when it launched mm-hmm. instead of waiting three or four weeks? Like you'd be remarkably more fit than you are now. No, instead, you sat around, you watched TV, you ate your Doritos, you drank your stuff. Like even Joe, it was actually funny. I uh, did a thing today. Uh, because we have kids, we accumulate junk food sometimes. Yeah. Try to feed them as healthy as possible, but we're at the grocery store. The kid wants goldfish. And, and I don't know how you run your show. I, I mean, I do. I'm just doing this for the audience's benefit. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want to be super restrictive with food with my kids. Right. I don't want them to be the weirdos that grow up at 16 yeah. and they've never had a non-organic food. And then all of a sudden they're at lunch school with their lunch money <laughs> and they're eating every fucking bad thing they can. <laughs> because it was naughty. There's, there's nothing, not, nothing worse to me than meeting like a five-year-old vegan. Because yeah, the parents yeah, yeah. are so convinced, like, oh, man, like, you got to live life a little bit. Joe, I'm also convinced, like, that's why I don't have an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, there was a fridge full of beer. There was always wine. It was always, if I wanted to taste a wine for dinner, my parents gave me one. Yeah. Wanted a sip of coffee, I got one. If I wanted a beer at 14, my dad's like, yeah, go ahead and have a beer. It was never a big deal. Mm-hmm. So when I went to university at 19, I wasn't going crazy every yeah. night. I, yeah. like, stick it to the parents that I hated or whatever people mm-hmm. do. Right. You know what I mean? And so you see this, the more restrictive you are, 
the worse you're going to be when you're older. But anyway, so that's why I try not to be super restrictive. And my kids got to cover their nutritional basis. But shit, they want some goldfish. They, they eat some goldfish. Yeah. But what I did today was every so often I'll go through the cupboard and I'll start getting rid of stuff. Hmm. We don't need this Halloween candy. Yeah. We don't need this bag of Doritos that we bought for the Super Bowl. Because you know what? If it's not around, they won't eat it. Just that's something super small. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, our, our kids clean up when we do trick or treating on Halloween. Yep. And we end up with bags and bags and bags of like the good stuff. And I will hopefully they're not ever going to listen to this episode, but like, you know, three, three out of four bags disappear. Yeah. So you just don't need that much. You know, we find somewhere else to, to make use of that. <laughs> and even for me, Joe, you know, like I, I would hope that you think I'm a pretty dedicated guy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to eat well, but try not to eat junk. Mm-hmm. You know how much willpower it took last night to not eat a half eaten bag of Doritos. Oh, yeah. Holy I've been there. I was struggling with it. Like I was hungry. I didn't know what to eat. I was tired. I just got on the sauna. I'm dealing with some tremendous life stress right now. Mm-hmm. Like I just want fucking Doritos. And honestly, I don't need that kind of fucking shit in my life. Yeah. I threw them out today. Just got rid of them mm-hmm. because that would have saved me all that stress. It would have taken that choice off the table. Yeah. Because I won't go to the grocery store and buy them. I'm not that desperate for them. Mm-hmm. But they were there. And then it's like, you know what I started doing? Looking in the cupboard, looking in the fridge, going back to the cupboard, seeing the Doritos. Anyway, but that's you. Do one productive thing. Just go through your, your pantry tonight, throw away all the bad food. Mm-hmm. And that way you don't have a choice. Yeah. So what I ended up having was arugula, burrata cheese, olive oil, and a Parmesan crisp. And it was fucking good. Yeah. That doesn't sound bad at all. Right. And I was like, okay, this was a much better choice, but it didn't have to get to that. So today, if you're trying to lose weight, just go through your cupboard. And Joe, I've had people do this. They feel so good. Like they've taken such a positive yeah. when yeah. they clean out their closet. Yep. That's it guys. Like, it, they, and by the way, to wrap this up, that might sound like a small thing, Joe, that might save you 30 bad food choices over the next month. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Literally like just the hour act of cleaning out your pantry might be the thing that helps you lose 80 pounds. It's not, a savage workout schedule. It's <laughs> well, not it, bleeding from your fucking eyes doing some Bobby Maximus burpee hell workout. It's not liposuction or if that's even a thing anymore or like <laughs> whatever. It's so what is it now? It's like ice lasers or something. They freeze yeah. it all off. The thing that helped you lose 80 pounds was just simply cleaning out your pantry oh but uh, i opened the freezer and that chocolate ice cream just talks to me to throw it out you don't need to have it around and then you can't get it or listen if you really really want it you're gonna have to get in your car you're gonna have to go to the store you're gonna have to buy it and you know what if i'm gonna go out and get ice cream i'm gonna go get the good stuff anyway yep you know, and just the energy you have to put forth into that, like number one, it's going to take time. So you got a lot of time to talk yourself out of it. And number two, like it now, what do you, what do you eat? I don't, I don't even know if 500 calories worth of ice cream and you spent 300 calories going to get it. I don't know. Like it balances out more if you have to put the work into it. And then it's something you appreciate instead of just being this, you know, oh, yeah, I can have ice cream whenever I want kind of a thing. You know, the, the, the funniest thing about it though, Joe, is 
what people do is they don't even throw it away. But I, I went through this last night. I went to throw away the Doritos mm-hmm. and I thought this is a waste of money. Why would I throw it? <laughs> what if we're gonna, like, what if now they're already kind of stale because we opened them on the Super Bowl? but I'm like, what about, what about Joe? I can afford two bucks. So, so uh, a very good friend of mine, a nutritionist uh, uses the phrase, there's no shortage of pizza. You know, when you, when you're, you, you order the pizza and, and you're having it and like, Oh God, there's just one more slice. Well, it's not like there's this world shortage of pizza. And if you, if you don't eat that slice, you might not ever get it again. There's yep. more pizza if you need it, like just throw it out. Like don't yep. force feed yourself just cause it's there. No, but that's exactly. You don't have to settle for the stale Doritos because there are warehouses just full of fresh Doritos just waiting to be eaten. So throw the stale ones out. You're okay. And the funny thing is, you pay a hundred bucks for a personal trainer. Uh huh. You pay one hundred and fifty bucks a month, or two hundred bucks a month, or three hundred bucks a month, or five hundred bucks a month, whatever it is, for a gym membership. Yep. You'll order everything for fucking Bowflex. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll you'll get bands. You'll fucking do whatever. You'll take pills. It costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But man, I can't flush this two dollars down the toilet. <laughs> it just so I mean that that could be your thing just clean out your damn closet like that could be a step and then another step's like get on team maximus app and then another step's do the workout every day like so that's it it's not complicated yep but you guys that's your plan you got your three things so we expect you to follow them otherwise i don't know you just wasted an hour of your life listening to this shit yeah uh, i mean maybe I, maybe i have a nice voice like bill curtis or morgan freeman or whatever <laughs> um yes joe i could i could listen to bill curtis read from the dictionary. Oh yeah. But, oh but, yeah. Without a doubt. There's some other people too that are great narrators mm-hmm. that I love. But you guys go to maximuspodcast.com, join Team Maximus. That's where, where our hub is. That's where you're going to get everything. And uh, let's use this information, whatever you do. And even if you don't join Team Maximus, cool. Just get this shit done. Yeah. Get started. Better your life. Make a plan. One step forward.